That's how you rip into a badass podcast. <laughs> what are you coughing for? What is this? I am dying, and I think I've made that abundantly clear. Is he saying shame, shame at that part? Because we have saying, a lot of shame on this show. We have shame, but he's saying shake. Oh, okay. Shake, that makes shake. sense. I didn't. It, it's something that upbeat you would make sense to like be shaming people. Because yes. it's like, hey, this is awesome. Let's get fun. But, you know, feel bad about it. I love that band, The Carp. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Because we use the band, but it sounds a little bit different. But yes. we're not going to tell you why. Because yeah, that's the magic we, radio. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. Sounds funny. I don't All think right. it sounds. You know, it doesn't sound that much different. So it's the Who Cares podcast. I'm Jackson, and I'm Mark. Hey, so I had made a note a couple of weeks ago because uh, just a funny thing was uh, I was showing uh, one of the episodes of the podcast to uh, my wife's cousin. And for some reason, when she first read it, she thought it said the No Crabs podcast. <laughs> no Crabs. Yeah. Who cares podcast now with no crabs? Well, that's not 100% true. Oh, no. I am riddled with them. You got some uh, passengers? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Is that what the Iggy Pop song, The Passenger, is about? Is that about crabs? It could be. Maybe one large crab. I would imagine Iggy Pop has probably experienced crabs once or twice or constantly. He looks like the type. Nothing against Iggy Pop. I loved him on a Pete and Pete, but let's talk about your life. Can we talk about your life? Yeah, my new car. <laughs> let's talk about your new car for starters. So Jackson just got a new, what is it? Is a, it's a, a 2001 Subaru, Subaru Forester. Subaru Forester. And uh, it's a nice car. It's it's decent size. The Subaru Forester. It's the car that's good for driving. It's got decent size for all of the stuff that you need, but not everything that you want. And it comes with a how-to-be-a-lesbian prep kit. Well, you already look like a lesbian, so I think you're more prepped than anybody else. It comes with the sandals and the plaid shirts with the arms cut off. Uh, anyway, so you got the car about a week ago. I think we mentioned this on the last episode. Uh, literally um, a week ago, I bought it. And, and uh, as we're driving down here, it starts... Stuttering. I don't know what the hell's going on, <laughs> It's man. like shaking like a nervous preteen uh, on prom night. This is my luck. I don't know. So I went to get gas, and I, and I knew I shouldn't have said anything, but when we were driving right from, back from the gas station, I said, wow, car feels like it's driving fucking nice right now. Yeah, was, you're bragging to me. It's like, oh, it handles so good sometimes. Sometimes it feels nice. Sometimes it doesn't feel so nice, and it, it felt great, and then everything went downhill from it there. It turned into one of those, like, sputtering jalopies from like, a Bob Clampett <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> It was bad, man. It was. I didn't like it, and uh, uh, now I'm nervous. But I have to. De- so uh, I, it was. It's maybe leaking a little bit of oil too. I noticed <laughs> the last two days. Well, that's just leaving you a trail, so you don't get lost. Yes. Just make sure wherever you're going is uphill, so when you have to go home, you can just go downhill. Anyway, your car's stuttering. You got to take it back to the shop. It's still under warranty, right? So it that means that un- they'll have to make anything. I have 1,200 miles. I think, <laughs> just more fucking. Ugh, I, I bet it. they're going to figure out a way to make this something that's like, oh, well, this isn't covered by the warranty. It's going to be $1,200. All right, let's talk about fun stuff because nobody cares about boring car stuff. Well, do you consider your uh, your new dating life to be fun stuff? Yes, I guess so. I went on a third date from Tinder last night. Yeah, so you've been Tinderizing. Tindering. Uh, tindering, ring, ring. 
And uh, that's that, 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 now that's an interesting concept to me because, like, I remember back in the day uh, with that website Hot or Not started up, and like everybody was all about thing. it. And, but it's, it's, it's lazy Hot or Not because with Hot or Not you had to rate on like a scale of like one to five or something. Yeah. And now it's literally you just swipe in one direction or another. <laughs> yeah, you either like or you don't. <laughs> And but, it like it's yeah. Can you read the profiles, or is it literally you can read, you can. so you can you can pretend you're not being shallow? Because everybody knows like when you're swiping you left and right, you're you're strictly going on the pictures. So, but you can if you can see the profile, at least you can pretend it's something. When I do that. it, so sometimes I'll get into a, a little a bit of a. I'll I'll just swipe if I like and, sw- and swipe left if I don't. But when I'm feeling a little bit more in depth, I do click on the profile to read it sometimes yeah. before I swipe right. And I've said no because I don't know. I, I I've only said no to ugly chicks, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> or far away chicks. But I or mean, that's far what it's away for, chicks. Yeah. Kinda. Have you seen anybody on there that you know? Yes, I've seen two people on there that I. Well, actually, no, on a different one. There's one called Bumble, which is like, it's uh, you know a different version of Tinder. And, you know, so what does that do exactly? What's their gimmick? Because they all have their gimmick is that you, they have days. three sections of the website. You can either do. <laughs> Why don't you say you're going to cough? I can turn your mic off. Jackson, I'm going to cough. Turn my mic off. <coughs> there we go. See, that was professional. No, so, it was. Bumble has three sections. You can either be, you know, go on it to date, like Tinder-esque, or you can go on it for BFFs, to find friends. Yeah, fuck that's what that? people do. Or you can go on it for uh, networking, like career networking. That sounds weird. Yeah, that doesn't sound legitimate. That's like networking just means, like, if you're an escort you can go on to Ooh. find customers yeah and maybe that's it but it's gotta be i it. doubt anybody ever checks the other two parts of the website and so i saw <laughs> go you, go to the business section and tell me that they're not all hookers so here's the thing i saw a girl i know uh, excuse me why didn't you tell me you were gonna burp i would have hit the button for you because burping's fun jackass and and uh well farting's fun too but um the uh <laughs> and i said that because i i read the word fart <laughs> It's because that's what he's doing. He's drilling farts into the chair he's sitting in just for the next guy who comes into this office. Oh, this chair feels so warm. I didn't know that we had heated seats here. It smells like shit, though. That's a fart explosion sound effect. That's exactly what it sounds like. See, I, that's the thing. Like, I have a soundboard in front of me now, but I don't even need to use it because I can do all my own sound effects. Well, I could do that if I wanted. So, and the girl, so the girl I saw on Bumble mm-hmm. is a girl I know who is married and has oh. kids. Ooh, is she but, on the business section? No, she's on the regular. She's section. on the pleasure section. But I know her boyfriend's a freak too. So I, I'm her Wait, husband. Yeah, I was gonna say she's married. So she's married and has a boyfriend and but, she's on. So Tinder? I told yeah. um, another mutual friend of uh, of mine who knows her about yeah. the fact that I saw her on that and. He starts telling me, so she has two boyfriends that live in her house with her husband and her three kids. And this is like, so this is like some weird polyamorous yeah, oh, relationship. Yeah, yeah, The guy knows. Yeah, and like the guy's a freak. He knows. Is he like a like a like what those the cucks or whatever that you hear about? I guess so. It's weird. It is weird. How do you yeah. explain that? It's like, well, Uncle Billy and Uncle Timmy are going to be living here, and they're going to be sleeping in the bedroom with mommy and daddy. It's not strange. <laughs> <laughs> My wife wants to know if you can get joints for her. Uh, yeah, probably. She gave me a cookie, or two cookies that, uh... You grabbed, like, a fistful of cookies. I did not grab a fistful. I grabbed a... She told me to take as many as I want, so I took one and a half. And I think that is, uh, uh, limiting myself quite a lot. Are they hitting you? Yeah. (laughs) I can't talk. 
Cookies for you and cookies for you. Actually, let's move on to let let's actually segue that because it's gonna be interesting. Um I forgot to bring it up, but so we've been out of commission with the show for quite a while, and I'm sure nobody's noticed because nobody gives a shit. But That's our audience. A very interesting thing has happened. Uh, so my wife recently got into uh, medical marijuana, which is legal here in Massachusetts, and soon, hopefully, we'll have recreational marijuana. But uh, you know, our good buddy Keebler Elf Jeff, Ses- Jeff Sessions is doing the best he can to stop that. Yeah, um, he's a weirdo. Well, he makes money off of it, and we're not even get to that right now. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, because that's fun. Yeah, I can. Do you want me to start? Don't no. get me started. I'm trying to restrain myself. Don't get me started. No. Um. But no, so no, the interesting thing. we're talking thing, about weed, right? Yes, we're talking about weed, and we're talking about me using marijuana for the very first time. Yes. Because this is the thing, and people who are the show, listening to the show probably we never picked on this because we don't talk about it, but I am 32 years completely sober. I've never drank. I've never done any drugs. Not the temptation wasn't there. I mean, there were literally nights when I'd be out with, like, you know, people in, like, you know, when I was in high school— Excuse me, behind like the stoppage shop or whatever, drinking on the docks and like people literally chasing me with a beer in one hand and a joint in the other, just trying to get me to try one of them. Um, but I was never into it. I was never interested. Uh, but with the advent of marijuana being legal and hearing about all the things, because I've been having issues with sleeping and stuff. So I was like, all right, maybe I'll try it and see if it can help me. So I got high for the first time. And how was it? It was very weird. Wow, this just keeps going. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, that was funny. Um, but it was very weird. Yeah, you didn't and, like it. Did well, you it smoke was, yet or no? No, no, no. I, I, I don't want to smoke because I just don't want to, like, I don't, my throat's got enough issues as it is, particularly having a cough for literally two months. Um, I'm not interested in trying to do anything to exacerbate that. Yeah. The, the edibles, I think, are pretty good uh, just in terms of, so, like. So you like them now. You didn't like them before. I don't, I still, I mean, in terms of, like, if I'm going to do it, that's how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like I want to, for me, it's like I want to treat it as a medication. Like if I'm gonna do it, I want to do it as like a pill I can take. And we tried the pills. We got the with the C, CPD pills or whatever. No, hey okay. man, I got no idea what's going sure? on. Yeah, go away, stupid <laughs> You guys want to get high? Oh man. So you? I got no idea what's going on. Have you done it um, since? So yeah. So I'm so. On drugs, man. So we got the the first time was the sugar cookie that we got from the dispensary and that thing hit me like a ton of bricks But it was weird because it was like while I was feeling the effects It was almost like my brain split into two and like I was able to rationally uh, Acknowledge what I was feeling From the (laughs) other side it was almost like one half of my brain was was sitting back and watching the other half of my brain be high so even though it's kind of weird to explain but like I could understand why people would get paranoid when they when yeah. they get high, but I was too aware of what I was experiencing to get paranoid. I just knew like, oh, okay, the paranoia makes sense, but I know I but I'm not paranoid about anything. I'm gonna give you um, some words of advice <laughs> yeah. from a Mr. Jack Webb. Yeah. <laughs> Experience the vilest of garish, frightening hallucinations. They suffer extreme nausea, severe vomiting, aches and pains, giddiness, anxiety, sleepiness, panic, depression. Sounds like it's going to be a big problem. If it isn't, it'll do to one comes along. You know who that is? The other guy from Dragnet? Yeah. It's the uh, chief from MASH. 
Oh, okay. The old guy. Remember the old guy? You know. I mean, I've never really watched MASH, but I love the theme song. You never watched it, MASH? No, because the theme MASH for me was the theme song that would come drifting up the stairs when my brother and I were put into bed at night, and I'd just know my parents were sitting downstairs watching TV. And there's a comfort to it. There is definitely a comfort to it, but I can't believe you've never seen it. I mean, I've seen parts of it, but I've never sat down and watched a full episode. Of course, now I don't, I don't have the theme song. Why, why would I have the theme song? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that's it. I guess we don't need it. I love that goddamn show. I can't believe we just did the entire theme song from MASH. I got you that time. Yeah, good. Thank you. See, that's the signal. When I turn my head and put my fist up like that, it means... Well, usually you don't fucking put your hand up because I have to yell at I've you I've never for heard it. a radio go, hey, uh, Jerry, I'm going <laughs> to cough, so if you could hit the button... Yeah, you're right. So do you want to get into one of your serious things? Because we're about done. That's, well, that's I mean, let's, let's, let's have a serious topic. Let's talk a serious topic. Um, I will say I'm a little disappointed that we haven't been on the radio because uh, I mean I feel like it's so blown out at this point. But the whole like you know people like eating Tide Pods, which I, I just want to say like last year we came into 2017 with uh, Flat Earth Society being in like the front page of the news and like a growing like organization among celebrities and stuff like that. Like more and more people were believing the Earth was flat. Yeah, and I was like. Can we get stupider? And then 2018 came up and said, yes, we can. Here's a bunch of people who are eating laundry detergent, even though they are consciously aware of the fact that it is poison. It, hey, have you ever tried one, though? You don't know, <laughs> if, it's, you don't know if it's good? No, it's laundry detergent. Yeah. I've tasted laundry detergent really? before. Well, yeah, because sometimes you get soap in your mouth. Like, it tastes like soap. Do you remember... The film A Christmas Story, The Christmas Story? Yeah, of course. And what did they do to Ralphie when he swore? Yeah, they put... They stuck a yeah. bar of soap in his mouth. That used to be punishment. Now it's an internet challenge. <laughs> yeah, that now it's like, oh, you put that Tide pot in your mouth and I'm going to wash your mouth out with water. <laughs> <laughs> See, the cinnamon challenge I could understand... I mean, it was dangerous, but it was still food. That is funny. <laughs> and, but and again, it's food. This is not food. These are because the, the Tide Pods, they're not even like regular detergent. They're like hyper powered because they're so small. The idea is you're supposed to get more power out of less detergent. Yeah. <coughs> I was a little late there. <laughs> you were. Um, so it's just ridiculous. They're literally eating high-grade poison. Hey, you know what I just thought of? What did you just thought of? That we started this podcast just right after the Super Bowl last year. Did we? Yeah. And the Super Bowl is about to happen again. And you still don't care. <laughs> I don't care. No. Well, what, the Patriots are there, right? Yes, they are. Though I will say, the, did you see the latest episode of the X-Files? Or not yes. the latest one. Yes, the I did. second episode of the X-Files. Oh, no, no, I didn't. No, the one where Langley comes back and he's in no. the phone. no. Okay, well, he he basically, he, it's like a computerized, you know Langley from the Lone Gunman, yeah. the tall blonde one who looks like you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so in the second episode of this new season, they have him as like, you know, he's living in, he's digitized himself and he's living in the computer. And he's talking about how it's like heaven. And yeah. he says, the Patriots are here and it's the Super Bowl every month and the Patriots never win. Yeah, we played that on the air, actually. Uh, and, and we played a fun game on the air that somebody pointed out so 
you know what Charlie Baker, our governor, sounds like, right? Uh, yes. He sounds exactly like David Duchovny. <laughs> Does he? Do you have a clip? Tom Brady is going to play. I don't. I can't. I don't make a lot of predictions, but on that one, Tom Brady's going to. So that's Baker. You know who I am? I'm Fox Mulder. I was fighting the power and breaking conspiracies before you saw your first chemtrail, you punks. <laughs> that was a brilliant episode, by the way. I didn't actually see it. It sounds very bizarre. Oh, it's so, it's listen, so listen, bizarre. And then listen. I would like to see his limited resources focus on the elements that are killing many people every day here in the Commonwealth, which is fentanyl. It sounds exactly like David Duchovny. It does, yeah, I do hear it. It's funny. Um, no, that's that a lot was... better than some evil entity zapping people's brains with a hypno ray gun. I so love that episode. It, huh? I love that episode so much. It, they, they, it, the whole thing dealt with the Mandela effect. Have you heard of that? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. Except for it was something else in that episode because well, they, it, of they, the parallel they, yeah, they, they, well, it's because it's the, the Mandela effect. The, no, it's the Mandela effect on the Mandela effect because they called it Mulder called it the Mandela effect, and then the other guy called it the um, something else effect. No, it's the uh, uh, the 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 evil doctor from from World War Two. Mangala. Mangala. The Mangala effect. Yes. Um, and it's that's that's the yeah. Anyway, it's that was a brilliant episode. If you haven't seen the most recent episode of the X Files, episode four, season eleven, go watch it. It's it's an amazing in joke, and it's a great episode for everybody who loves. It, if you're like a major X Files fan or a Boston fan, and uh, and but <clears throat> the reason I got into this topic is because I'm proud of a little something I did. What uh, did you do over the week for the yeah. show? Do it. It's uh, this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go! You know, it's Tom Brady with the cars. Yeah. Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> I did like that. That was good. Yeah. If I can play it like a real fucking... I don't know why it doesn't work now. Well, no, but we'll splice it I know in. we will splice It'll it It'll be in, fine. It Relax. should work. Don't be such if a lady about it. If I was on the air it. live, don't I'd be, be mad. Well, yeah, no, but that would be difficult, and that would be bad. Mm -hmm. So I would agree. <clears throat> um, I'm overloading the system. Good. Do that. Do that. Do that very thing. Do that very thing, very, very thing. Yeah, that's the sound of Mark getting distracted and not knowing what he's saying. Well, I'm just looking at my notes to see what else of anything. <laughs> you got anything? Um, yeah, let's try one topic and see how far you let me get with this. Because uh, it's, it's sort ready. of a follow-up, too. So we talked about it a couple episodes ago, and it's still fucking going on. It's so weird what happens in life. Because I'm so used to, like, the 24-hour news cycle and then everything changes. Yeah. But now it's like we have these massive things. Like, the sexual allegations thing in Hollywood is basically what I'm talking about. The yes. last time we talked about this, we talked about Louis C.K. And I opened a up a can of worms because you hate that I guy. I fucking hate him. Now. And now I'm justified. What's interesting What's come out recently, which I find fascinating, is uh, comedian Aziz Ansari, uh, the the guy who yells at everybody whenever he does his stand up. But he's yeah, still funny. I hate him too. Then he's I, he's a dick. He's he. I think it's part of his stick, though. Yeah, it is shtick. That's <coughs> what it said. But it can't talk. <laughs> um, but anyway, so so it's interesting because this whole this whole movement started with like wine guys like Weinstein and like Louis guys who were like literally doing gross lewd lascivious acts towards women like literally exposing themselves unwantedly towards women because of their position and power and being able to use that leverage that against other people for their own yes it's disgusting benefit. it's absolutely disgusting but the thing with the, with the, that that fascinates me about a, a, the Aziz Ansari case is because 
His case is different. <laughs> his case is different, but I think it's just as important that we should be talking about it because a lot of people will just say, oh, that was just an awkward date. For those who don't know, the the thing is, is a woman came forward and said she went on a consensual date with Aziz Ansari. I actually went... have a very uh, close, I have a very close opinion on this, so keep going. Okay, so uh, they went on the date and everything was good. They went back to his place and he started to initiate some kind of like sexual contact and she tried to like... You know, she, I guess she was like giving both a mixture of like verbal and nonverbal signals, saying that she wasn't totally comfortable with it. And I guess they kind of repositioned themselves into a different location, kind of like, okay, now we're just sitting on the couch and watch TV. But then, like, that again turned into him pushing her into, I, I guess it was like a blowjob kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, if you just want to, you know, be totally crass about it. Well, and I, I mean, you know, that's what they're talking about. And so it's like she consensually agreed with it even though she wasn't comfortable like he didn't physically force her yeah she did it of her own volition but she didn't feel comfortable about it and apparently was upset enough about it where she left when she left she was upset and cried texted him about it the next day to where he apologized saying he didn't really understand and he regretted the fact he didn't pick up he wasn't yeah so in know, that situation yet. problem solved <laughs> i mean uh and i think it's important to talk about because it's I think it's 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 sort of this holdover from the idea of women sort of being subjugated in that role where you're expected to put out like the big problem here is that women don't feel like men are rewarded for aggressively pursuing sex. Yeah. Women are victimized when they aggressively refuse sex. Yeah. So culture doesn't hasn't allowed her to have that kind of idea where she could feel comfortable saying dude fuck you i don't want to have sex with you yeah and i think this conversation is important because women need to start being more comfortable with aggressively saying dude back the fuck off yeah you because an aggressive no has to if and, you don't get an aggressive no then uh, i mean you're an idiot and you but the thing is the thing is is it's not women it's not women's fault for not doing that i could sit here and say she should have been more firm with you but in a lot of situations you hear about when a woman firmly says, dude, fuck you, men's egos are tied directly to their cocks. So if you're rejected, you get violent. Not you, but no, you men know, yeah, in general. Yeah. And yeah. The public you. Yeah. I'm saying men need to stop being so aggressive when like we need to we need to learn how as a as a society, men need to learn to like Dude, if you're if your Chill ego's bruised, <laughs> if your ego's bruised, feel bad about it. Just fucking feel like a piece of shit yeah, for a few you can days do that. <laughs> and get over it. You don't need to like defend your honor by punching a woman in the face and raping her. Like yeah. that's an extreme case, but that's the kind of shit that happens. Or guys, or making her feel bad for not yeah, doing anything. Guys, right. when they get rejected, they react aggressively, and I think it's part of our DNA. But I think you know, there's a lot of things that are built into our DNA that we've had to force ourselves to to not give into like yeah. it's built into my dna to kill the guy at the 7-eleven who got the last taquito that i, yeah, I wanted I was, well i mean biologically and that, that fucker should be dead and that trial's not over yet so you should, probably shouldn't <laughs> be talking about that publicly <laughs> i'll try but but society says don't kill the guy so i didn't kill the guy yeah and that's or, why the trial's still going yeah um because if i had there'd says. be no witnesses um, but yeah, basically, like we need to fight against our better instincts so that women feel more comfortable to tell us to fuck off yes. without having to worry that they're going to be violently abused afterwards. I agree. That's what I have to say about All it. Right. So I think the Aziz and Sorry thing sounds like just an awkward date, but I think it's it's just as viable to discuss publicly as Louis C.K. jerking off in front of women and 
oh, coming sure. in potted plants, or was that Weinstein? Who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, he did that. So the the really the moral of the story is comedians are pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, yeah. If that's what you want to take, I'd say no, the moral of the story is that men are pieces of shit, that's and we need true. to stop being such fucking babies all the time. So that's our time. We'll call it a night here at the Who Cares podcast. Now, let's get into that social media once again. Yes. So, uh, again, I want to encourage everybody to follow Who Cares uh, on Twitter and Facebook. Same same address, WCWJM Podcast. That's WCWJM Podcast. It's our initials. Uh, and then follow Jackson on Twitter at Jackson WZLX. Oh, and uh, go to WZLX.com and check out my new blog, Jackson Blogs Off. You need to make sure you share that on Twitter, though, so it's easier for no, people I'm gonna, to find. I haven't done one yet. So. Twitter and Facebook. So, But Jackson's going to be doing a blog at the WZLX website, so look yeah. for that. And, you, uh, you will hear this song. Yes. And follow me on Twitter at Mars85. That's M-A-R-Z 85. Uh, and starting next month, I'm going to be running a web, a web comic. For, uh, so if anybody wants to read that, you'll find it on my Twitter. So. It's called Ninja Bear. It's funny. Check, yeah. check it out. It's not funny. It's action-packed. There's some humor. It's some blood, some stuff. Anyway, check it out. Check out all of our shit online. And uh, we'll ta- we'll see you next time right here yeah. on Who Cares with Jackson and Mark. Yeah. And listen to Rain Light. It's called that because it's a cool two words together. Rain <laughs> and Light. <laughs>